Thank you so much for choosing to listen to Building Better Businesses with Catalyst Consulting. I'm Kristen Dees, the founder of Catalyst Consulting, a business consulting agency that is passionate about helping small businesses thrive. The goal of this podcast is to connect entrepreneurs with experts in a variety of industries that support small business owners in order to provide you with helpful tips, resources, and some entrepreneurship inspiration. Thanks for joining us on this episode of Building Better Businesses with Catalyst Consulting. My guest today is Sarah Curcio. Did I get that right? Yep. You said it right. Actually, perfect. (laughs) Yes. I was like, I remembered asking and then I was like, this happens to me on literally every episode. I'm like, crap, I forgot to double check how they say their name. (laughs) So thanks for joining me today. I super appreciate you being here. I'm excited about our conversation. Me Um, too. Definitely. Yeah. I I was really glad to meet you uh, on Facebook, actually. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It's funny. I've loved the random connections. It's one of my favorite things about this. So yeah. So tell us a little bit about you as a human being. What do you do or where are you from? What are your hobbies? All that good stuff. Um, I'm actually from the Jersey Shore area and I'm a rescue mom. I had a little Shawini who passed away and I have a little uh, Bombay kitty now. So I focus on that. I love cooking and um, a random fact is I have my own sewing machine. (laughs) Oh, nice. You make a lot of stuff with that? Yeah, I'll make some things, some things with it. And it's just good to have in when you think your clothes are headed for the garbage and you can actually still save them. Yeah, that happens to me a lot because I get, uh, you know, I have like holes in my tank tops from like pulling them down all the time. I'm like, it seems, I mean, like it's still a functional tank top. I should be able to just fix this because, you know, 99% of it still works. <laughs> so yeah, good for you. Good for you. What is, yeah. What's your favorite thing to cook? Probably mostly Italian stuff. Mm. That's good. That's one of my favorites. Pasta, man. <laughs> if it's got pasta, I'm down. <laughs> um, <Me too. laughs> so what do you do on the work side of things? How do you provide support for business owners and entrepreneurs? Um, well, I focus solely on organic marketing strategies. I zero paid ads. I am I'm not into the Facebook ads, Instagram ads, any of those, because I just feel like they're so expensive, especially for, you know, more of a startup entrepreneur. I mean, someone who's a little bit more seasoned, that might be beneficial for them down the line. But I feel like, you know, you don't have to have a large audience for organic marketing to be effective, basically. Mm -hmm. So and in case people aren't aware, like organic marketing is social media, email campaigns, um, blogging SEO, community management and free lead generation. So there's like a lot of different avenues you can go down. Mm-hmm. To try that makes to sense make too. I, I feel like a lot of people feel like they need to run ads to grow their businesses, but if they don't also already have a really solid organic marketing strategy and like mm-hmm. good, like sales funnels set up and stuff, and yes. it's really not going to do any good. Cause I've done that a couple of times myself. I'm like, Oh, I need to run ads. And then I'm like, but I didn't have the other stuff kind of figured out and like those processes. So I feel like yeah. you need to have a really good organic strategy in place first for yeah, sure. I agree. So that's cool. Yeah, no, that's nice. Cause I feel like a lot of people are really into the, like, you know, helping people run ads and stuff right now. And it's like, yeah, but to, to this point, mm-hmm. you need to have the other stuff set up first. So that's awesome. What's your background? How did you end up, how did you end up doing that? How did you find that along your journey? Um, well, I'm actually an autoimmune warrior. So I started um, deciding to work from home as a virtual assistant. And I started that probably about a decade ago is when I first started that. So as I've grown and learned different aspects of virtual assisting, I realized that I, at the heart of it, I loved writing and marketing. So I felt like 
at first I decided to niche down my services before I niche down my ideal avatar. So that kind of led me into the marketing realm. And mm-hmm. I just, I loved the organic marketing as opposed to the paid ads. Cause I remember being in a coaching program where they really wanted you to learn how to do Facebook ads. So we had to learn how to write, you know, the short copy, the long copy, try to get the demographics down. But, you know, it, it's, if you're paying more than like 10 cents per click, it's actually a waste of money. So I feel like you're just throwing money. You might as well just throw money in the trash at that point. So that also helped to spark it even more that yes, this is right for me. I'm on the right track. You know, I just can't stand paid ads myself. And I'm sure there are plenty of other entrepreneurs out there who feel the same way. So all of that tied in together really helped me. Plus I do help ambitious entrepreneurs, but being that I um, am a autoimmune warrior, I do love helping those in the health space as well. So that's just like a little added added uh, layer to my ambitious entrepreneurs. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah. Kind of found like a, a connection like to that yeah. community specifically. No, that's cool. Yeah. That makes sense. Um, What are the top three things? Oh, actually, the thing I was most excited to ask you about is Clubhouse because you are a Clubhouse wizard. Yes, um, I love that platform. Yeah, no, it's great. <laughs> I And I, we were talking about um, I started doing Clubhouse when it was still like in the beta phase when it was just on Apple and all that. And I was like, oh, Clubhouse, yeah. everyone was talking about it. it Me was, too. They're like, can I get the code? How, how do I get uh-huh. in? Um, get the invite. <laughs> yep, yep. And so I tried doing it for a little while, but it was still so new that I don't think that people had really figured it out yet. And it was just like another thing. And I was like, I need to just (laughs) not do this, but I've been thinking about getting back into it because I have podcasts (laughs) like this one. So I probably, I started back in, I got invited December of 2020. Mm -hmm. So it's almost two years that I've been on there. And And I have to say, I really, I really love it. It's really helped a lot. And I've made a lot of different connections that I never would have made before that, you know? Um, I mean, there are even people I connected with who live like 20, 30 minutes away from me and I never would have met them otherwise. And it really is crazy. I love the, I love the small world stuff. That stuff gets Mm -hmm. me like I've bumped into people like traveling and stuff. I'm in like a different country and they grew up 30 minutes from where I grew up. And it's like, cause most people don't know the town that I live in, like even if they, or that I grew up in, cause it's a little town in Oregon. Um, so I'm usually just like, Oh, you know, a couple hours South of Portland. They're like, Oh, okay. (laughs) But they actually knew what I was talking about. I was like, what? We're in Mexico. (laughs) I'm like, this doesn't make any sense. (laughs) That's Um, funny. Yeah. So it's pretty cool. But, um, what are the top three things you think business owners can get from clubhouse? Like what are, what are some of the benefits that you've seen? Um, well, one benefit is if you're not ready to start your own club, you can still be like an expert speaker. If you make connections with the right people and depending on the topic, of course, that you're in, you could go into someone's room and be a co-mod with them and they will handle all of the social media platform needs, you know, like dealing with the chat, keeping the flow of the room, all that stuff. And you just get to speak on there and be the expert and have people ask you Q and A's. And, you know, that's how you're going to make, build the connections from Clubhouse and move it into the DMs. So that's, that's one aspect. Another aspect, if you're comfortable, is starting your own club on Clubhouse. 
And again, whatever topic you feel you can, you know, basically speak about without really preparing, that's what you want to go with. And that will help you grow organically because you can get a, you can make a team of co-moderators to help you because that's what I do myself. I have a team. And then when we're on there, I have one person handle the chat, one person handle pulling people up, one I'll handle the resets, different things like that. So we all do something, but you also want to make sure that you are being mindful of your co-mod's time and energy and offer them to be able to put their pin links at the top. So that's what I do. I'll put my links up there, but I will also rotate my co-mods. This way, it's a win-win for everybody. So that's okay. another avenue because you want to, you know, you want to gain business for yourself, but you also want to help out your fellow co-mods who are taking the time to help you run that room. Mm-hmm. Um, so those that's two avenues. And then the third avenue is just popping into random rooms, being willing to go up on stage and just to speak if you have, you know, a question or an insight that you like to share. And getting to know people from there and making sure that you're not only connecting with them on Clubhouse, but that you're connecting with them either on Instagram or Twitter, whatever other platform you're good on, because those are the two that are connected directly with Clubhouse that people can find you by going onto your profile from there and then reconnecting with you on the other platforms to continue the conversation. Because even though Clubhouse now has what they refer to as um, the BC, the back channel, which is basically like having uh, the DMs on Instagram, it still needs some improvement. So it's still best to continue the conversation off the platform. Oh, okay. So they are trying to add a chat feature because that was one of the things I remember at the beginning was like- you You cannot send- images you cannot send voice clips so it still needs some improvements oh okay that's for but sure. it's so it's just a basic chat function right now yes exactly, okay. exactly. that's cool though because that that does make it a little bit easier because I, I think yeah. depending on whether or not people have their stuff actually connected and set up you may not be able to connect with them outside yeah. unless well that's something you want to always have because otherwise people are going to think you're a bot if you don't oh. have that stuff connected so yeah bots man okay <laughs> But those would be my three tips, especially if you are a Clubhouse newbie. Hey, thanks for listening so far. I just wanted to stop and share one of my go-to social media scheduling resources, CinchShare, which is one of the hardest things in the world to say, I'm pretty sure. But CinchShare.com is one of my go-tos. I use it off and on pretty consistently, and it's one that I recommend and have used with clients before as well. It's simple. It's easy to set up. You can schedule LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram, and you can actually also direct publish to Instagram, which is beneficial too. Lots of schedulers don't let you do that. Plus, you can schedule content for your personal Facebook page as well as any Facebook groups that you're an admin of. So it's a great place to be able to manage multiple social media platforms all in one place and get your content out there scheduled consistently. If you use my link to join CinchShare, you get an additional two-week trial. So you get 30 days total for free to try it out and see if you like it. The link for that is bit.ly B-I-T dot L-Y forward slash catalyst underscore cinch. And I will drop the link for that in the show notes as well. But it's a great social media scheduling resource that I recommend you try out. How do you find rooms? To join, like, what's kind of your process? It's, if you're just going to start like popping into random ones, how do you kind of find other ones to get in? Well, first, you want to set up your um, interest. You want to make okay. sure you do that in your settings. So, whatever particular topics you're looking for, you're going to want to click on them and then save it because that's going to help the algorithm figure out 
what types of rooms you want to see and join. That's, okay. that's the first step. Um, another way is if you like the way specific speakers are running their rooms or topics they're talking about, there's always a little bell on the top of someone's profile. So you could click on that bell and you click the option always. And that'll give you notifications every time that person is in a room. Okay. So it, de- it really depends if you want to f- want to find rooms based off of specific speakers or specific topics, how you want to go about it. Plus, the more you enter those rooms, the more the algorithm knows, okay, I want to be in those rooms and it's just going to show up in your hallway or aka your news feed. Okay. Who do you feel like is the most successful or like what types of entrepreneurs should be on Clubhouse or do you think it matters? Honestly, no. I've seen a lot of different people have success on there from doctors to coaches um, to to multi multi serial entrepreneurs. So I think it just depends if you're willing to put the time and effort into it, how how successful you can be on there. Okay. How long, um, how often are you on there or how often are you like hosting a room? Like how much time do you spend on there normally? I just recently switched up my schedule myself. So I'm on there Mondays and Thursdays, but the amount of time that I'm on there on Mondays and Thursday is a good chunk of the day. Okay. I try to make sure I, I focus on that and I try to make sure that the time that I'm spending on there is in a lot of networking rooms. Okay. That makes sense. Cause I in, think in that addition was to my own club. Yeah. Okay. Cause I, I, for me, it was kind of overwhelming at the beginning. Cause I'm not great at um, like listening to podcasts, which is, <laughs> I have two podcasts, but I'm not yeah. good at listening to podcasts. Um, <laughs> Cause it's, I'm not the type of person that can listen while I'm doing other things either. And a lot of my friends can listen to podcasts and still work and stuff. I'm like, I can't. So it's like something about my attention. And then I like that idea of like having like specific times that you're in there on specific Mm. days. And you're just like, these are the days that I'm in there. Cause I feel like I was feeling, uh, it's like the FOMO thing. Like if I'm not in there, yeah. Yeah. yeah, If I'm not in there, then I'm like missing all the things. (laughs) You may not feel that way as much because now they have options where if you are a moderator or you schedule a room, you can have the option to have the replay on or off. Oh, so for specific rooms, like if I have a guest, I'll leave the replays on this way. People can just go to the club and check it out. But if it's a standard room that I do with my particular topic, I won't necessarily have the replay on. I'll keep it off. And then you got to be in there live. Okay. Yeah, that's super helpful. Yeah, because I was like, man, I don't like <laughs> yeah. I can't keep up with all this stuff. And a then lot to, like, of people were complaining schedule. about yeah. that too. <laughs> that makes me feel better. I'm like, at least I'm not alone in this. I <laughs> know. Because there are there's, there's there's so much content out there. And I really love networking and like the relationship building aspect of it yeah. specifically. Like I'm not just a yeah like go out there and just like say my thing and leave. Like I like making connections and things like this, where you just, you find people that you can collaborate with and share information about. I love that stuff. That's like one of my very favorite things about the like networking and relationship stuff. So I'm like, I feel like Clubhouse is a good, a good place for me to go (laughs) because it's talking to other people. And I was just going to say, it's like, I remember when it first started, there were tons of podcast rooms. 
Mm -hmm. Um, I think they've slowed down a little bit since it first started, but I still think it's a good place to, for podcasters to be on. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's kind of what made me start like thinking about it again. And it's funny because I'm, I also kind of believe in the universe brings you what you need at a time. I was like, I wonder, and then you connected and we're like, I'm a clubhouse (laughs) expert. I was like, this is perfect. I literally just put it on my calendar to to research again. Um, yeah, no, it's great. So in your, in your own club. How do you, like, is it, can you have multiple rooms in there? Like, do you have different topics? Like, how does that, that part of it work? Like for me, my club is called Magnificent Marketing. So the topics that I host are all about organic marketing strategies. And sometimes I'll also host, um, I'll host like, um, what's the word? Networking groups. Like I'll have people Mm -hmm. come in and we'll do a room just on clubhouse clubs. So you could come in, share the link to your clubhouse club. Um, Other times I'll have guest experts come in like for Pinterest. I know a couple of people who do Pinterest specifically. So we kind of like tie Pinterest in with the blogs and talk about that. So we really just talk about all different avenues of organic marketing. And I always take Q and A's, whether people can come up on stage and ask the question, or if they just want to type it in the chat part and we'll read it out loud and answer it for them. Cause sometimes people can't come up on stage if they're busy or something. But I feel like it it helps a lot. And I have, um, I always have new people come into, into the room, but I also have a consistent audience that I've gotten to know over the last year or so, because okay. um, my, cl- my club has almost 1500 people in it now. So I, uh, I actually find that for me, at least with my particular topic, easier to grow. Plus I just, I like talking, like I like the audio part of it, but I like that the video aspect is taken out. So you don't have to worry about all those extra add-ons, like how do you Mm -hmm. flow, how do you look and this and that, like you just get to talk about the value and get to the point. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, I like that a lot. Um, I just followed you. I was like, oh, I need to find this. Um, (laughs) Thank you. Yeah. No, that's super cool. Yeah, because it's the I I love like the like brainstorming mastermind stuff. I have a hard time with just like taking courses or classes. I if I had had like a one-on-one tutor in school, I it would have been amazing because I'm like, I need to be able to ask questions and that's how I learn. And uh being able to do that with a lot of different people is great because you just you pick up different pieces of information and different strategies that people have tried, mm-hmm. all that kind of stuff. So okay. So like if I was gonna do a clubhouse club, it would be running your business in in some way, shape or form. And then my rooms could be specific to like different pieces of running the business. It sounds like, right. Okay. That makes sense. Cool. Okay. So then how do you kind of decide what's the next, I had a couple questions written down. Um, how do you kind of decide like which people to connect with, or is it just sort of like, Hey, you send them a message. You're like, I really loved your conversation about marketing. Like I'd love to connect or maybe invite you to speak in one of my rooms. Like, is there an etiquette behind that or just however you want to do it? Well, for me, I connected with a couple of people in their rooms that they were discussing different aspects like social media. Um, a couple a couple of my current co-mods I met in an off room. It was just a room on like health and wellness. And we just happened to be in similar spaces. Like one of my friends helps with um, Instagram challenges. Another one is a, photo- a virtual photographer. So all of that can kind of tie into the social media realm. So we all just 
decided to work together. Plus, we've gotten to know each other, you know, off the app as well. But then if I'm looking for someone specific, sometimes in the networking rooms, people will ask, you know, give your pitch and then say who you're looking to collaborate with. So sometimes if we need extra people to help out, we'll say looking for co-mods to help talk about different areas of organic marketing. And then you kind of just connect from there if you get messages or different things like that. Okay. How do you go about either talking about what you offer, like your services that you provide? Like, how has it helped you kind of make those connections for potential like clients from, well, from there? For starters, it has actually helped me to perfect my pitch and get it really concise, you know, down to 60 seconds or less, because some of the rooms, some of the rooms, they used to have timers, literal timers where people would keep track of 60 seconds and they don't do that as much anymore. Some, some rooms you have a little more free flowing where you can keep talking over 60 seconds and then other rooms are concise, like they'll only take 30 minutes to do it. So they want to kind of go boom, boom, boom. You know, like if you're at a, what are those, those networking events where they kind of base them off of like dating, you know, when you hear oh, the bell, like speed, you got to move. Yeah. Speed, dating, speed, yeah. speed networking. Yeah. So yeah. Which I, those are great. I like it. Yeah. <laughs> are like, so it, it has really helped me to consolidate my pitch to perfect it. And then there have been times either people have just scheduled discovery calls with me without necessarily even talking to me. They just heard me and they wanted to speak with me. And then other times, yes, they will reach out to me in the DMs, connect with me off of Clubhouse onto Instagram. I have a conversation with them there, send them, um, you know, links to my website, links to schedule the free discovery call and things like that. Okay. That makes sense. I'm like super excited about it now. I'm like, oh man, like <laughs> it's definitely uh, worth it. I'm gonna look for yeah. you on there now. <laughs> yeah. Um. I was just talking to my coach actually earlier, and I was like, I I want to do more teaching presentations, that kind of stuff, because that's how people connect with me the most. So I, I was talking to her about how to replicate what I do one on one, and how I get clients on a one on one basis on a broader scope, so social media in some way, shape, or form, which leads me to TikTok slash clubhouse, because that's a way for people to like really get to know me in a different kind of way than like you can do on Facebook or Instagram. Like there's reels and stories and all that, but you know, it's, it's a different, different vibe. And so, um, it's, it's just kind of, you know, like I said, the universe puts things in the, it's like, Oh, boom, 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 here you go. Um, so yeah, we were talking about that. And I feel like clubhouse is a great way to do that, to be able to just say, Hey, here's 10 minutes of information. Give me a Q and a on what, whatever your questions are about the topic. Cause I feel like Facebook lives are exhausting yes. um, because I have a Facebook group. I love doing it. There's, you know, decent engagement in there. It's a pretty small group still, but there's just nothing really in the Facebook live. So like, I'm just talking to nobody usually, or my lovely henchwoman, Melinda, who's always on them for me. I'm like, Hey, <laughs> she's sitting three feet away from me <laughs> and watching my Facebook live. It's such a weird, uh, platform in that way. So I feel like Clubhouse or TikTok, there's a little bit more like interaction and engagement with the people that are like connected to you. So I need those little dopamine hits, you know, (laughs) (laughs) I like, I like the connection with people. So when I'm just talking, it's, uh, it's such a drag. It's really hard for me to motivate myself. It's kind of draining your energy and then you're not able to keep up the momentum with it. Yeah. yeah. And it's I'm just physical. like, I, yeah, I guess I'll talk about this. Yeah. Um, but when people are on and they're asking questions and stuff, it's a lot more engaging for me too. So anyway, let's just, you know, some self-realizations I've been having. <laughs> 
Thanks for listening so far. I just wanted to stop and share one of my go-to Pinterest schedulers. They also schedule for Instagram, but it's tough to find good Pinterest scheduling programs. So Tailwind is my go-to choice for that. It's super easy to set up. You can repin tons of content. You can schedule repins. You can recycle and shuffle around your own content that you've already posted. Super helpful. You can schedule out tons of stuff. Pinterest user as a way to market your business. It's a super helpful resource. It takes a lot of the manual steps out of everything. And like I said, it also has the added benefit of scheduling things on Instagram for you too. If you're interested in checking that out, the link for that is tailwind.sjv.io forward slash catalyst. And the link for that will be in the show notes because that's too many weird letters all at once. How, what's your process for like calls to action or asking for the sale? Like, how do you kind of handle that piece of it? So if you're um, either hosting a room or you're in a room, what do you tell people? Do you have like specific things where you're like schedule a discovery call or yes. I have this freebie you can sign up for? So you just kind of like make sure you're talking about that. I, for right now, what I do is the free 30 minute discovery call. So when I'm giving, when I'm giving my pitch in a networking room, I will always, you know, end with that. Basically, if you want to, you know, find out more, schedule your free 30 minute discovery call, you know, click the link above because a lot of the networking rooms, um, one of the newer features on Clubhouse is you can pin a link. So in the networking rooms, everybody sends their their website link or calendarly link to one person either via the chat or via the back channel and then they pin it up there for you so while you're giving your pitch people can go up and click on your links oh that's pretty rad yeah okay I like that a lot um so I will end with that um right now I am currently working with my assistant and setting up new freebies so that's going to be coming out soon as well um Mm -hmm. if we have a freebie set up about blogging and a freebie set up about social media bios so we're going to get that that out soon and that'll be another call to action that I will be utilizing (laughs) yeah okay that's cool so it's yeah, it just sounds like networking, but easier kind yeah. of. Because <laughs> yeah. like you said, you don't have to like, I mean, you can wear your pajamas. No one's going to know. <laughs> exactly. And even it, it's basically, you don't have to pay for the networking event. You don't mm-hmm. have to get a new dress, new shoes or any of that. Get all dolled up, stay out late. You can, like you said, literally just do it in your pajamas. <laughs> yeah. It's premium. The more things I can do in my jammies, the better off my life is. I'm pretty sure. Uh, <laughs> like, I think that's when... better off for everybody. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> um, no, it's great though. Cause like I was talking to a friend of mine who's um, just starting to get into networking as a real estate agent. And there's so many things that you have to pay for. <laughs> it's like, if you go to a happy hour one, you've got to buy something probably, you know, drink or soda snacks. Mm-hmm. If you go to a lunch and learn, you've got to buy lunch. If you're taking mm-hmm. people to coffee, you have to buy the coffee, eat, least for yourself, if not the other person. So it can kind of add up. Um, and just the time, like that's one of my things, like doing connections and stuff with people. I'm like, I don't do coffee. I just don't have time. I don't have time to go somewhere, park, all that kind of stuff. It's easier. I love doing zoom connections. It's just easy. Still get to know the person. So I agree with you a hundred percent. That's awesome. Um, let's see, what was my, (laughs) I had like a whole bunch of questions I wrote down. I was like, (laughs) Oh man. Um, So when people are looking for someone like you to help them grow their businesses, what are some things that you think are important for them to ask or to know before they try and have people help them? Because I'm sure you would agree. It's a pretty saturated market for both of us. Like, Oh, definitely. Well, one thing I do notice as a trend when I am speaking to people is they don't always necessarily go to the website. 
And that's like Mm. one of the first things I would say to people before you get on a discovery call, even if you like hearing the person and what they say, check out their website and their social media before you get on the call with them. Because Mm -hmm. that has happened way too often because I know in my discovery call form, one of the things that I have people fill in is their website, their Instagram handle, so I can get an idea of them before the call. So I would, I would say to people, start doing that. Just take 10 minutes even. Check out the person's website, their social media handles, even before scheduling the call, because you're going to have a better idea of, is this worth the 30 minutes for myself and for the other individual to get on, on the call with? So mm-hmm. that's a trend that I've noticed. And then when I'm on the call, I would say, People might want to have a list of like, say, three to five questions that they might want to ask at the end. But even even if they don't have questions, they just want to have a concise, say, explanation of what their business is, who they help and how they help. Because then if you give that all information to the person you might be working with, they can tell you how they can help you. Plus, you're also going to want to say what challenges you faced, you know, where you really want to be and see if this person can help, you know, diagnose your pain points and get you on a plan towards, you know, pleasure and more success in your Mm -hmm. business. So that's that's what I would recommend, to be honest with you, because I see see things like that all too much with discovery calls. Mm -hmm. That makes sense too. Cause like, I feel like I've always had from the beginning, like a similar, I have a, you know, questionnaire. So if somebody's scheduling a consultation with me, um, I send them the, with mm-hmm. my scheduling link has the questionnaire in it. That's like, what are you struggling with? What are you really good at? What are you trying to accomplish? What made you reach out to me? Like, what do you think I can help you with? And that kind of stuff. But a lot of people don't have that process. Like a lot of service providers don't do that. And if they don't, then you should. Um, yes. I agree so that makes sense. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I also tell, so my friend that I was talking about that is doing networking and stuff, she's an introvert. And I was like, you need to have like three or four questions that you ask everyone so that you don't like when you get to that weird spot where it's like the conversation kind of dies for a second, like you have something like prepared. She's like, oh, that's good. That's (laughs) super helpful. I'm like, I do that sometimes because sometimes it's the conversation just doesn't flow. Like our conversation is going well. We're just talking back and forth. I ask questions. Um, But sometimes it's kind of like, sometimes you get really quiet people. (laughs) and they Mm -hmm. don't really know what to say they're kind of looking for you to guide them through it and yeah yeah I agree with that yeah because I do feel like whoever the expert is that you're considering hiring should be driving the conversation for the most part like they shouldn't I don't feel like they should be talking most of the time but they should be driving the the conversation to get more information out of you to see whether or not they can be the one to help you and and I think it's better if you just are honest if you can't because I've said that to a couple of people I don't think I'm the best fit to help you with a b and c and here's why you know I'd rather just be honest than sign another client and it's not a good fit for either one of us then you know Mm -hmm. it's just it's not worth the time the energy the frustration potential frustration anything like that yeah yeah I um I, cause I, I get in this debate sometimes with people, they're like, you shouldn't do free consultations. And I'm like, 
but that's how I get the information. Yeah. That's exactly what I say. I'm like, if, if it's a, if it's a, if someone's buying a strategy session with me where they are getting some value from the call inherently, they're like, I want to talk to you about my hiring strategy, my employee retention plan, whatever. And I just, I'm scheduling time with you. That's different. But if they're like, Hey, I'd like to see if you can help me with whatever my problem is, the consultation is a time for me to find out what their problem is. Mm-hmm. Um, ask I them agree. questions, figure out what they need so that I can, t- I know if I can actually help them. And then when I make the proposal, I'm like, oh, here's, here's what you yeah. said your things are. Here's what I can help you with. And it makes, it helps, helps the process along. So yeah. I think, um, yeah, that's an important piece, but I mean, lots of people try to some, charge for consultations. Yeah. And there's so many different, there's 15 minutes, there's 30, 45, 60. I feel like 30 is perfect, you know, mm-hmm. too little, too much. 30 is right smack in the middle. I think that's the best one time yeah. frame wise, you know, I think it kind of depends. Cause like for me, a lot of mine are an hour for consulting projects, but they're usually also three or four month projects. But if I'm doing shorter stuff, like I can do a shorter strategy session or something like that, where I'm just asking questions. But if it's like a, oh a no, for that, I agree process, with you. I meant for a like lot, a discovery yeah. call. Yeah. Oh I yeah. Feel yeah. It's like 30 minutes, but yes, I agree with mm-hmm. you on that. You need, need anywhere from 30 minutes minimum to an hour or more, depending on the individual's yeah. needs. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. I agree. Anyway, no, that's good. That's good. That's a random, <laughs> random part of the conversation. Um, so as an entrepreneur and business owner yourself, what advice would you give fellow business owners when it comes to running their businesses? Well, are you referring to startups, established, or just in general? Uh, I think just kind of in general, like maybe okay. a lesson or two that you've learned along the way that you're like, this would be super helpful. <laughs> I would say as you grow, your branding's gonna evolve. So your services are going to evolve, your your mission, your ideal avatar, your offer, all that's going to evolve. You don't want to stay the same because then you could stay stagnant. So that that's what I would say. Don't don't be afraid to change and try to get out of your comfort zone sometimes because I, I just recently did that myself. Like like we're saying, I'm not thrilled over video as much, but my friend made me get on her um, Instagram, which she calls Hot Seat. So we did a live in the stories and I think I was on camera with her for at least a half an hour, which is something I don't typically do. That's why, that's why I like reels. You're on it for like a few seconds pointing <laughs> at something, you know, but um, yeah, that, that would be my, those two pieces would be my advice. Definitely. Yeah. No, that's great. I like that. Yeah. I just, I have uh, periodically, I have post-it notes on my mirror that are like, you know, thoughts that pop into my head or mantras or affirmations or whatever. One of the ones that's on there right now is if you want to grow, then you have to get really comfortable with being uncomfortable. (laughs) Yes. Yes. Or you have a list of like affirmations up there. (laughs) Yeah. 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 Yeah, I've been doing a lot of reading on, I just finished Thinking Grow Rich and then I'm doing a couple of other- Oh, uh, I have like that the, book. I have that oh, book yeah. too. Yeah, I just finally got through. It's pretty rough. I don't enjoy self-help books normally because there's just like so much. I'm an I'm a like bullet point person. I'm like, mm-hmm. just tell me, give me the, like, can I do Sparks Notes? And then just, <laughs> um, but yeah, <laughs> remember, so I've been doing remember that. Remember Notes when we were kids? It was so great. Yeah, I miss those. <laughs> I'm like, that's what I need for this self-help book. But I did it. I committed to doing it and I made myself do that. But um, yeah, so that's what I have right now is a lot of my like my goals and stuff is stuck to my, so I have to like look at it every single day. Um, Goal, goal roadmap. Yep. 
Yeah. Um, cool. Well, what, how can we find you <laughs> clubhouse, obviously, yeah. um, but how can people find you on the internet or schedule discovery call with you? Oh, what, what do you have? Well, they can find me in clubhouse, of course, but they can find me on Instagram as well. Uh, Facebook and I do have a website and on there I have the call to action buttons so that they could schedule a free discovery call with me as well. Perfect. Okay. Um, yeah. Thanks for doing this. I feel like it's, like I said, the timing is great. I'm excited. Um, to start stalking you on clubhouse and <laughs> i was i will connect and follow you yeah. to see you in uh some of the rooms i'm in yeah we'll see what other collab things we can come up with but i feel like it's a super helpful conversation so i appreciate you letting me pick your brain and ask you questions of course and happy to be yeah. here yeah um perfect well yeah thanks for thanks for coming and i'm sure we will talk soon definitely i'll be in touch <laughs> Thanks so much for listening today. This was a great episode and I'm sure you will appreciate the tips and insights from today. If you want to connect further with our guests, you can find the contact information, social media links, etc., any of the freebies in the show notes from today's episode. Please show some love to our guests and like, follow, and subscribe their content if you connected with them. And also don't forget to like, follow, and subscribe Building Better Businesses with Catalyst Consulting. Also, if you drop a juicy review, that's always cool too.